All right, GM, everybody, I think we can kick off today's meeting. Um, so thank you all for joining us. And as a reminder, um, this is an open uh, conversation or an open forum. So at any point, feel free to unmute, unmute yourself and you know chime in or or you know. Yes, fish guy. Do you want to say something or? All right, let's unmute. Okay. Otherwise, mute yourself, um, and we can also mute you and then unmute you if you know if you aren't paying attention. Okay. Let's let's get started. Mr. Manifold, how's everything with you? Hey, Mod, doing well. Uh, you know, things have been uh, incredibly busy as of late. Uh, and my apologies on the last down meeting. My microphone was uh, ruffled, and, and I don't think people could have heard, could hear me. So my apologies for that. Um, but you know, we've kind of been in an all-out sprint right now for multiple angles for a special market we want to help launch uh, at some point next month. Um, you know, as we've discussed, a lot of the code is an audit and, you know, there's, there's feedback and iteration ongoing with a lot of that code. Um, you know, things like the UI are, are being worked on, um, you know, and, and, and a handful of other, uh, you know, things that we have to attack surrounding that market. So, you know, we're really doing our best to have it up and running and, and optimistic we'll get there. Um, you know, on the on-off ramp slash being card front, uh, you know, we've made progress with two different parties and, uh, you know, we're just waiting on uh, some items from from those guys, but um, you know, we're we're moving full speed ahead there, and I think you know the rate limiting step is uh, some of these younger startups uh, figuring some things out internally um, and 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 how they want to you know design their systems. Um, so you know, optimistic there that we can get something uh, completed in the next few months, and you know, be able to have a real you know wallet associated with Beanstalk in some capacity, which is which is great. Um, you know, one thing I've also noticed, um, and I guess it's a shout out to, you know, the guys that are, you know, conceptualizing and possibly building irrigation and ONEB protocol, I believe it's pronounced, which is fantastic. I think it's a great example that community members are taking the initiative to build around Beanstalk and are prime examples of what I think us collectively as DAO members, you know, would like to see if and when Beanstalk grants are being issued uh, to various teams, you know, like real evidence that there's a concept with wheels. Uh, and a team that can execute. And, you know, those grant dollars are well spent. Um, so just wanted to give a salute to those builders. Uh, but I think those are my primary updates. And, you know, uh, if anyone has any questions or comments, always feel free to ask me. Thank you, Manifold. Uh, I had a question on my end. Um, my understanding is that Root uh, first initially wanted to fork Seaport, but now um, decided to build that from scratch. First of all, this understanding correct? And if yes, uh, could you maybe elaborate why uh, did that the decision taken or the direction was taken? Yeah, so you know, kind of for our V1 order book, we we really like the technology that you know we, we even before Seaport, we were looking at Wyvern protocol actually, and we liked a lot of things about Wyvern. But Seaport was really an improvement to, to Wyvern um, for a handful of reasons. Um, you know, as we started digging into the Seaport contracts and documentation, uh, we kind of learned that there, there's some there's some limitations. You know, you know, like for for instance, you know, uh, you know, multiple asset types um, uh, being able to clear with one order, and you know, bid and ask being able to denominate it and like and and sided assets and, and things like that. Where we really just wanted to generalize the contracts more than uh, natively, you know, they support right now. And so that's kind of why, you know, rather than just outright forking it, you know, we're taking a lot of what they've built, but 
we're we're also uh, improving it in our opinion uh, in multiple angles, and that's kind of uh, important for facilitating the best markets uh, that we can put out right now. Um, you know, just being able to improve upon those contracts. But you know, shout out to Seaport for for some real innovations. Thank you, Manifold. Um, it's always a good sign to hear to hear such a direction taken. Okay, we can move to Beanstalk Farms. Austin, start with you. Sure. Hey, everyone. So I guess the couple main updates I'll give is, you know, there's a lot of projects in flight right now, but uh, a couple things in particular I'll mention. I mentioned last week we've been working on a collection of Notion pages for which the working title at the moment is the Beanstalk Community Resource Center. So I think just everything that we we can and should possibly be transparent about will go there. So think like, you know, all the Immunify bug reports, although only one so far has been deemed worthy of a bounty. I think we've received like 10 plus or so. So I think it'd be interesting to share that with the community. Other things like where the community grants from the community grant program have been going, uh, things of that nature. So hopefully we'll have, you know, an update there in the next uh, week or so. Um, in other news, uh, more significant undertaking that we've gotten started in the last couple of days has been uh, some more meaningful technical documentation. And so what that'll probably look like at the beginning is, you know, a collection of, uh, you know, links from, from GitHub, uh, you know, basically trying to document everything that's in, in Publius's head and strewn across Discord, GitHub, and the like. So that's probably what it'll look like to start. But you know, eventually the goal will be to have it be sort of a you know function by function documentation of the protocol, like you'd expect from uh, you know a mature mature DeFi protocol. So uh, that's in the works at the moment. Uh, I think that'll be pretty high leverage, particularly as the number of developers working on BIPs increases. You know, shout out to folks like Breen, Chai Kitty, Coconut from Root, et cetera. And, uh, you know, as that list grows, we need to scale scale Publius. So that's the idea there. And uh, that's uh, in the early works. Uh, otherwise, the BIP28 PodMarket V2 draft uh, was shared a couple days ago. The idea is to propose that sometime early next week. So it would encourage folks to read the draft and discuss in the channel. I think those are the most uh, substantive updates from my end. Thank you, Austin. And you touched upon this uh, with the Immunify uh, bug, uh, bug program. We had an eBIP that we also briefly touched upon in class. Can you maybe just summarize the eBIP uh, to, to those who are uh, with us today? Sure. So over the weekend, uh, an Immunify white hat reported that any pod listing was uh, effectively cancelable by any other user. So you, you can the worst case scenario you can imagine someone essentially uh, ddosing pod listings on the on the pod market such that no one can ever sell pods. Uh, so there was never any. I'm getting some feedback, but uh, there was never any concern of loss of funds or anything like that. But it was categorized as uh, griefing uh, by the by the Beanstalk Immunify Committee. Uh, thank you, Austin. Um, and, and just to, to add to that, uh, people could still trade, you know, uh, their pods uh, OTC or directly through the contracts. What was uh, the issue was with having it listed um, in, in, in the pod market. Okay, um, I can give a bit of an update on marketing, uh, which is not 
uh, going to be a big update. Uh, so we uh, there was an article by Blockworks uh, on USN or on Algo Stables uh, that we gave a comment. Uh, we had uh, there are two new submissions uh, to the community grant. They're still not out there. They're in review uh, by Farmer Dan, who's with us uh, uh, today. Um, there's a blog post summarizing the Q3 uh, as well community grants that will go out soon. Um, also, uh, with the community grant, the audio team uh, or Beethoven had uh, a zombie bean song that's out as part of the Halloween. Uh, and lastly, uh, what what we're working on with the educational content is still in progress, so no no updates there. Okay, we move to UI or engineering side of chat. Yeah, what's up, everybody? So kind of more of the same this week pushing forward. Um, sort of the big initiatives are the pod market V2 and the SDK. So we've made some pretty good progress on some of the internals of the SDK. Right now, we've kind of got the, the outline of how the farm function will work in that uh, capacity completed, and then currently working on implementing pipelines. So uh, there's some new stuff that comes with pipelines that's uh, posing some really uh, interesting interesting challenges, but kind of working working through those. Uh, and the reason we're doing this now is, you know, obviously the, the pipelines upgrade will be coming out sometime soon. But uh, in particular, it's pretty crucial uh, for other projects that would like to build on top of Beanstalk. And there's one in particular that uh, that Manifold mentioned earlier that we're, we're trying to get uh, some of this tooling as quickly as possible so they can start using it uh, in their UI. So things are looking good there. Um, probably another you know week or two at least uh, of engineering to be done on that front um, and as well for, for the pod market. So uh, Red Beans can talk a bit more about the the UI process there because uh, we're still you know digging into exactly how it's, it's going to look after the, the launch of uh, dynamic functions. But a lot of work going on, um, and yeah, just a bunch of other stuff. You know, there's always uh, always something happening on the farm. So I'll let Red Beans take over. Hey, yeah, I uh, have been heads down this week, mostly working on the pod marketplace, uh, particularly these dynamic pricing functions. And so the idea is to uh, hopefully actually by tomorrow have the full UI kind of complete and ready for for engineering to kind of go and build. So. Uh, yeah, look out for that. Happy to, uh, maybe I can drop a link tomorrow when I'm done finishing the prototypes. And then in other news on the UI side, uh, the Halloween theme just was released. Hope you guys are enjoying that. That was fun to work on. Um, shout out Chill Beans and uh, Bean Sama for working on that. And then uh, lastly, had an intro call with uh, VectorDAO this week. And so uh, thinking about, and you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, get them as a, a partner to help us out with some, for some UX and design work. Uh, more specifically, in the immediate to short, uh, immediate you know, to medium term timeline, I'm hoping to get them kicked off on a branding refresh. So uh, nothing crazy. You know, we don't want to like destroy the farm as is and, and, and remove the colors or anything like this. But I'm hoping to have a set of professionals come in. Um, I'm sure if it's just me, but I think I'm not hearing you. Uh, or you got muffled? Oh, can you? Yeah, I can, can hear you. Can you. At you least hear. on this end, I I can hear. Can hear yeah. yeah. Okay. My, my, my bad. <laughs> maybe maybe that's just me. Um. So yeah, just just to wrap things up, you know, it, it's going to be awesome to have a group of professionals kind of come in and and help us out with with some of the branding refresh that we have in mind, and then uh, additionally, sort of 
assist with a UI reskin following that. So uh, obviously, this will largely sort of depend on price as we go back and forth with them. And you know, we'll we'll keep the DAO kind of updated, and and we'll uh, we'll chat with the rest of the BFC on on what what seems appropriate. Um, thank you, thank you, Sweet Red. Let me see. Green, I see you in the audience, and there is an upcoming bit um, that's currently under order. Did you want to give an update uh, on that? Can you repeat that, Mon? Not sure. Not sure that was clear. I think he was asking Breen for an update uh, on the uh, the latest bit that or, that uh, you've been working on. Breen, I don't know if you're at a mic, uh, but if not, let us know in the chat. Hi guys, can you hear me? Yep. Oops. Wait, maybe I can keep this now? rolling while uh, while Mod is getting his mic fixed. So. Uh, I'd love to toss it over to uh, to Canadian Bennett if you're able, Canadian. I know you're working on uh, some of the the poker tournament stuff, amongst other things, uh, which is kind of you know something that we haven't talked about in these meetings in a bit. But thought you might want to give an update. So if you're able, um, hop on the mic and uh, tell us what you, what you've been up to. Hey everyone. <clears throat> so uh, we're planning on doing another poker tournament. Um, Right now, the uh, the thinking is we're going to have a smaller satellite tournament that will have be a buy-in of 50 beans. And then the winner of that tournament will get a uh, buy-in to the main tournament. Um, that will be the main tournament will be a 250 uh, bean buy-in. Uh, right now, the thinking is to host the satellite tournament November 10th. So that's a Thursday. And then the larger tournament on November 17th, uh, the following Thursday. Um, we're thinking probably hosting on Poker Stars again. Um, and yeah, that's kind of all I have right now. But uh, exciting times. Sweet. Maud, are, are you back with us? Um, can you guys hear me? I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Sorry, I, I switched to my phone. I'm not sure with, uh, what happened with my laptop. No problem. Okay, we. I I heard that Canadian Bennett gave an update on the poker tournament. Is that uh, correct? That's correct. Right. Uh, I was asking if Breen uh, wanted to give us an update uh, on what they're working on uh, about with the the Dutch uh, soil auction. I think he's away away from uh from the mic, but um. That's yeah, we'll get him to send the next update. That that's okay. All right. Um. Otherwise, let's hear from Publius. Publius, did, did you have any updates you wanted to share? Um, one thing on this end, maybe just, uh, you know, Maltese, um, you know, made just adjustments to BIP28, you know, to account for the bug report that was, you know, fixed on mainnet with eBIP3. Um, those changes have been shared with Halborn and... Halborn said that they can have an updated final draft by Monday. So expect BIP28 to be proposed likely early next week. All right. 
Um, I think with that, then this, this covers uh, the updates from Beansprout and Beanstalk Farms and Publius. Maybe we can give it a few minutes, see if others in the community uh, or the DAO members, uh, if they have any thoughts and, you know, feel free again to discuss something that we've discussed uh, today or, you know, anything, you know, that you're thinking about, whether it's uh, an idea post uh, or so on. Hey guys, a uh, community member here. Um, I had a quick question for the group. Um, there was some speculation in the general chat that there was a bot running, uh, sandwiching, sandwiching uh, transactions for the converts uh, in the silo. Um, I don't know if anybody has a comment on that. Uh, and the speculation was that that led to people not being able to, you know, silo convert uh, when Bean was over a dollar. Thank you. Yeah, I can hear the brain. Great. So I can explain what's happening if you guys want a brief explanation. Essentially, uh, that bot is looking at the mempool and checking for any convert functions, and then it's front running. Uh, you can bypass. You can bypass that using a different RPC that doesn't go to the mempool. So it's not anything too harming, in my opinion, because the fix is pretty simple. We can't do anything on our side, I don't think, uh, because the RPC itself there are some. There are public ones, but they're like yeah, experimental and not suitable for like general use public because you know uh i use it many times and uh usually sometimes since it's a beta the transactions get stuck or like you know a lot of other things technical issues but yeah essentially you just look at the mempool uh it's, it's also something beanstalk can really uh fix in my opinion it's more of a theorem issue right so my two cents there For what it's worth as well is that there is going to be some upper limit at which um, you'll switch from, you know, people wanting to convert to, let's say, people wanting to sell. So while this might be a bit of like an interesting effort, it's not really, you know, going to impact, let's say, the bigger picture of how the protocol is running. Yeah, you can still, you're still able to sell. The reason why the convert fails is that you convert at some price delta and then pushes the price down. So there's you know, no more delta, then it fails, right? But you're still able to sell and stuff. And you know, at scale, what's going to happen is that, you know, while the solution is rarely available, you know, people aren't doing it you know, because of their own, you know, altruistic reasons, or they don't want to, or because they think being is valuable, they don't want to convert. You know, all those reasons. You know, when you have millions or billions of users, there's bound to be someone who's going to bypass that and convert. So, don't think it's a big in an efficiency thing. Yeah. Uh, agreed, and maybe others will have other opinions on that. But generally speaking, it's just testing, let's say, the upper limit a little bit, but will not have you know a, a, an impact on the bigger picture. And, uh, I guess we can pivot to the Dutch auction pull request. If no one else has anything they want to talk about. Yeah, yes, please. Let's let's do that, and we still have time um, for other uh, topics or subjects. Amazing. I'm just going to put the pull request here if people want want to take a look at that. Essentially, there are three things we're fixing here. Or in general, this is more of a sunrise improvement. And it's separated into three uh, issues. So one of them is that Beanstalk pays significantly more uh, uh, pods during short-term demand of like soil. So you know, as you know, temperature can only increase or decrease a absolute percentage of 3% given a season, right? And you know, this is good because, you know, we don't want the temperature to change very rapidly. You know, we want to kind of to change slowly to adjust for demand, right? But during times where there's like a you know a lot of 
demand for soil or conversely there's not there's, there's a lack of soil supply you know we're kind of over <laughs> yeah austin we got good morning that's the most important part but uh you know we're overpaying in a sense in that case right because there's a lot of demand for soil but yet the temperature can't adjust to that right but we don't want it to adjust too fast so you know this uh we call it the morning auction but it's really a duct reverse auction we add this feature or this is a pull request for a feature in which during the first uh around five minutes of the season so and we measure in block times so 25 blocks specifically but during, during the five, first five minutes we actually start the, the temperature at a very low percentage, a minimum of 1%, and slowly ramp up to the actual maximum percent now, right, the current uh, yield. And what that will do is that, you know, in times of very high demand of soil, you know, people who are wanting, who wanting to get in and are willing to pay a lower interest rate can now sow earlier, right? And, uh, yeah, and, and, and the benefit... For that when it's under peg is that you know overall being stuck with issue less debt and uh you know have a better if e efficiency there another improvement is that you know you've seen the soil bots the soil snipers uh, we dubbed it where we kind of concentrate all the pods towards those people who so you know right after the sunrise block uh with this change this probably won't happen because during if you sow during the same block as the sunrise uh, you get a massive one percent interest on your pods Right, so that will give us a more accurate demand of soil when it's above peg. Uh, additionally, there's a slight caveat when uh, beanstalks above peg because in the case where there's very low soil issued above peg and the temperature is low, you know, some a user can sow all the soil at a very with a very minimal amount. So, for example, if beanstalks above peg, let's say a hundred delta, you know, that means a hundred pods will be harvestable, right? Or a hundred, yeah, hundred pods will be harvestable, and that means, let's say, at a hundred percent or ninety percent interest rate, you know, uh, ten soil is issued. You know, during the first block, that would mean only uh, that would mean a very few amount of soil will be issued. So instead, during the during the seasons which being stocks above peg, we actually adjust the soil such that. Uh, it reaches the maximum amount of pods, so it's very it's it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I might not be explaining this right, but the pull request kind of gives an example on how it kind of works. But essentially, during the when beanstalks above peg, it'll issue as much soil as needed to reach uh, the the um, maximum potential pods. Yeah, I think I put a I put a little chart here that kind of explains it better. Let me see if I'm understanding this correctly, uh, Brian. So you're saying is that the end uh, amount of pods uh, is fixed, uh, but since we're starting with a lower uh, interest rate, then the amount of soil issued would be uh, larger uh, at the beginning. Is that correct? Correct. Yes, yes. Okay. Perfect. Mark. Yeah, so I have this little diagram here. Or no, this little table here that kind of explains it. So post-morning auction implementation. If it's above peg, the soil issued will be dynamic because, uh, oh wait, sorry, below peg will be fixed, right? You'll always issue the exact amount of soil to delta B. But when it's above peg, it's dynamic, right? And the reason why is because uh, the next line, the max P's, we're, we're, that's, the, that's the maximum amount of pods that can be issued within the season. Uh, we're going to add another farm term. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, we can call it P's, the maximum potential pods issued within the season. 
above pegs, that's what will be fixed. Below peg, that will be dynamic, right? And uh, the temperature both dynamic there. So that's the first change. Uh, second changes, that's mostly Chai Kitty. Uh, shout out to him, a king among kings. He adjusted the sunrise function such that it takes into account the block fee. So the reason why we do that is that, you know, if you notice during the sunrise, there's been a bit of a bot competition. Uh, what happens is that although we issue, like, let's say 100 beans, uh, what really happens is that the bots, you know, just increase the, ga the gas fee, you know, to like three times, four times, 10 times the actual current gas fee or yeah, the current gas price uh, to get that sunrise. So in reality, you know, they get an incentive of, like, let's say, five beans or 10 beans, right? And they have to increase their gas prices because uh, else they wouldn't get the sunrise. So that means, in our perspective, that Beanstalk's overpaying. We're paying for the gas uh, needed to get the sunrise. So Chai Kitty made a fix such that uh, the, the incentive or the reward you get for the sunrise is also based on the gas prices of the block itself. So that so that we're only paying for the actual incentive, not for the gas prices, right? And the intended effect is that there should be uh, less of a gas war, right? And uh, yeah, less of a gas war when getting the sunrise and more efficient uh, reward incentive there. And then the third change is kind of a pension on the second change. It's just that we added more topability on the sunrise such that you're now able to give the sunrise to the internal balances rather than your circulating balances and add a return return value so that it can be more, you can use it in the farm function. And the biggest change is to add a good morning function here, GM. And yeah, uh, all this is an audit. We had a code walkthrough, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. So now they go and do that. Uh, but yeah, hopefully this will come out soon. Thank you, Brian. I'm pretty excited on, on those two things. So one is meant to lower uh, the debt, let's say, that Beanstalk issues, and the other is meant to also lower the amount of beans that's uh, paid or the reward for the sunrise function. All right. Um, we have a question from Tyler B who asks if, you know, can we talk about the, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing correctly, Onabi uh, protocol and who from the DAO is involved? Uh, so this is an independent um, effort by uh, one of the DAO members or let's say the community. Um, I'm going to link um, to their message uh, where they mentioned it. And their, their name is Rook. Uh, I've invited them to come to the DAO meeting and present it. They said that they felt that they were not ready yet. So maybe once they are, they'll, they'll join. Otherwise, they have a Discord uh, server and you can reach out to them um, directly. Okay, we can give it uh, a few more minutes, see if others uh, have anything um, else that they want to add. Okay, and Sal Chad um, uh, typed in or sent a few links uh, and also um, directed uh, to some of the other contributors who are working on another protocol called Irrigation. Okay, with that, I think we can uh, conclude this meeting. Thank you all for joining us uh, today, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.